0: and don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike.
1: Tonight we're in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. You know, we're talking about the missing person. A biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. And he says, verse 29, let two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. So when somebody uses the gift of the Holy Spirit, the other people are to judge. Not in a mean way, like, oh, the verdict. You know. No, not in a mean way, but just to, you know, to discern from the Spirit. Is that Was that from the Lord? You know, and so when you prophesy, you're putting yourself out there a little bit, aren't you? Was that from the Lord? And so I think that that's... That's one of those things. And so that was kind of what we were able to do in that small group. What's beautiful about that, a small group is that sometimes the Lord's telling you to say something and you're not obedient to it, and then you feel all condemned and everything. But then later on you confess, oh, "I did," that. and you say, you know what, it's okay. We're just doing this because we all love one another, and it's, it's no big deal. You know, the whole idea is to practice and not to, it's not a, a judgmental type of judgment. It's a, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like the Lord told me this. Uh, probably not. And here's why. But, you know, maybe it is. So, anyway, moving along. Verse 30. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, let him first keep silent. Okay, this has to do with tongues. This has to do with prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Notice, for you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. The Holy Spirit does not possess a person like a demon possesses a person. He does not come in and force you to say something. He may be like a fire in your bones that cannot be shut up, but you can hold it. Just like you tell your kids. I need to go right now. No, you don't. You can hold it. You can hold it. You can hold it, and then when it's your turn, you can go. Right? Stand still? Nope. Don't go. Stand still. When it's your turn, you can go. You know, it's it's the same thing. You you know, we're just like children when it comes to these things, and so it's fits right. You can hold it. The Holy Spirit never is going to come and override your will. The fruit of the Spirit. What's the last fruit of the Spirit? Self-control. So when somebody says, "I just couldn't help it." You know, that's an emotional person. They can't help anything. Yes, you can. You can help it. Don't, you know, say that the Lord threw you on the floor or that demons throw people on the floor, throws children into the fire. Jesus does not throw people on the floor. Okay, so just be be aware of that. The fruit of the Spirit is self-control. The Spirit of the prophet is subject, is under the control of the prophet. And so if somebody says, I did it, I couldn't help it. I spoke in tongues, I couldn't help it. Not true. Not legitimate anyway. I love this part. Verse 34. Let your women keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but they are to be submissive, as the law says. And if they want to learn something, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. So there. Amen. Amen, brothers, right? Amen. Do I have a witness? Yeah. The guys are excited about this. Yeah. Woo. I just punched him. Claudia. Shh. <laughs> it says. I'm just kidding, Claudia. I, I love you. <laughs> okay. We're going to pray for our sisters today. No, just kidding. What does this mean? Well, it's kind of like when I was in India. When you go, when you go to the East, it's, it's amazing all the women sit on one side of the church, all the men sit on the other side of the church. And, you know, you have a woman on this side wanting to ask her husband a question, you know, questioning the person who's speaking, maybe. Is that right, Ralph? You know, or something like that in the middle of the church. It, what, what's interesting is we find throughout scripture that a woman can pray and prophesy as long as she has her head covered, Right. And, and then it talks about her hair being her natural covering, and her husband is her covering. The head of every woman is the man. And so when, within the church, if a woman is married or she's under the covering of an authority, her father or, or even the pastor, then she can speak and she can prophesy, she can speak in tongues. It's, the idea isn't you know, subject, or you know, subjectivism towards women, you know, make them your subjects. It's more the idea of order. And, you know, God has given authority to the pastor of the church, the husband, over his wife. Not that he's greater than her. They're equals, but he has greater authority in the marriage. And so the idea is not to bring shame upon her husband is kind of the the idea. And in Eastern cultures, saving face is everything. You know, they, they would rather save face than, you know... Anything. I mean, that's why. Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But so it's not necessarily saying it. It was really more of a cultural thing in Paul's day why he would say this. But again, chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians permits women to pray and prophesy in the church as long as they are being respectful to their covering, and that would be their husband or their pastor. And so, notice verse. 36, or did the word of God come originally from you, or was it to you only that it reached? If anyone thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things which I write are the commandments of the Lord. Okay, I want you to pay close attention. Remember, I told you I was going to emphasize this when we got to it. The things that I write concerning order, and this is really the whole point. It's not about, okay, hard, fast rule. Only three people can speak in tongues. If it's appropriate in that setting for five people to speak in tongues, that's fine. Paul's not trying to lay down specific laws. His whole point in this is order in the church. That things would be done with love, love, that you would not forbid people to exercise the gifts, so liberty, and that you would thirdly have order. Love, liberty, and order. That's the title of our sermon, and that's the idea behind what Paul is saying but notice verse 38, but if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Somebody comes into the church. One person interpreted. Then another tongue is given and a different person interprets. Wait a minute, stop the church. Elders jump on the guy, punch him in the head and throw him out the door. Oh, no. Let it be a teaching moment. Later on, pull that guy aside. My, my buddy Jim Minzy was preaching to a bunch of bikers one time and he gave an invitation and all these like the whole crowd every single biker came forward and gave their life to jesus and he prayed with them and then the biker gang that was the christian bikers for christ they were a little bit pentecostal they came up and they started praying over the guys and all of them were praying in tongues out loud and jim was like you know this is out of order you know, that's his thought. He's thinking, this is out of order. You can hear everybody speaking in tongues. And he said, the Lord spoke to me at that moment. I was standing there. The Lord spoke to me. He says, yes, it is out of order, but are you out of love? And he was like, oh, okay. You know, would it be more loving to allow something that's out of order to continue and work in that to bring reform later Or would it be more loving to say, Stop the presses! I don't care if you guys are having a spiritual experience. You guys are, you know, you know what I'm saying? You have to kind of weigh those things. Weigh spiritual things with spiritual things. He says, if somebody's ignorant, let them be ignorant. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid the speaking in tongues. Liberty. To exercise the gifts of the Spirit. I didn't write this so that you would ban tongues because that's what people would do if he didn't say this last line, right? Right? Okay, Nobody, anybody who speaks in tongues, we're cutting it out. You know, cut your tongue right out of your head. And this is how we are. But notice verse 40, and this is the summation of all of this. All that has to do with the spiritual gifts. Let everything be done decently and in order. Let it be done in order. Let it be done with love, with edification, with liberty, and with order. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We're grateful for just the things that you put in your word that help us just to realize our motives, to set things straight, to realize how this is all supposed to work within the church and within our own lives. And Lord, just like learning to brush our teeth or which vitamins to take, you have prescription for us on how to exercise the spiritual gifts in a way that would bring love and edification and order. And so let that be the reality for us, Lord, as a church. That we wouldn't go off into charismatic chaos or into cessationist sterility, but that we would focus on you, Jesus. That we would allow the gifts of the Spirit to work in us and through us. And that you would be magnified in our lives and in our testimonies, and in our actions, and in our churches. We love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name.
0: Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemment.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.